You guys want some cookies? 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 Surprise, bitches! From the Throwback Garage, the new garage with an umlaut. Get it right. It's the Throwback Podcast. I am Dan Hansis, and I am joined, as I always am, by my bosom buddy, Bobby Castro. Hey, Bob. Hey, Dan. Holy shit, we're back. We did it. We're back in the garage. I think we waited just long enough for people to be like, oh, that's definitely over. Yeah, that's never coming back. By people, do you mean me when I text you? Like, is this definitely over? Is that no? Here we are at the end, near the end of the regular season, and uh, yes, in an ideal world, would we wait until after the season proper? Sure, but you know what? We can't not do the best stuff. We can't do the throwback to the future part five. We can't miss that throw five, throw five, future five. That's that's how it would be sold if it was like a June blockbuster. For yeah, sure. throw yeah five. clearly throw five is happening right now. Uh, yeah, no, we couldn't. Plus, I really this. need the money. Um, <laughs> I've made some bad investments. <laughs> things, things are not going well. I uh, like uh, Rocky and Adrian and uh, Rocky Five. I've ga- I gave uh, a low life um, brother in law power of attorney. Power of attorney. It always comes back to power of attorney for uh, you. You know, if you give your low life brother in law. Uh, the opportunity to handle your finances when you're the most successful athlete in the world, as uh, Rocky Balboa was, you can't be surprised if said dirtbag, alcoholic, low-life brother-in-law gives the crooked attorney power of attorney. You know that I want to do a podcast called The World According to Dan Hansis, where you explain (laughs) things like power of attorney, because this is your understanding like you, this is what you base your understanding of the world on is things like Rocky Five. Sure. So I think it would be great for you to just explain power of attorney to everybody. Right. Because it's important. That right. And it'd be a lot of just feeling things out. Um, <laughs> but the only thing, you know, in broad strokes, and that maybe that's why we're back in a way, because maybe what we are here for in part, Bob, is yes, to scratch that nostalgia itch if you were born in exactly 1980. Uh, we're here for you. But also financial advice. Uh, and uh-huh. that's the lesson today. You know, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Here's my gift to you. Do not give anyone power of attorney. <laughs> no, hold on to that power of attorney. Like literally, snap, everything's gone. I feel like we could end this episode right now and we'll have already done good <laughs> for the listeners. Can't believe people are actually asking for the show to come back. Isn't that weird? Uh, it is a bad show. Uh, since we've been gone and it's been a while. It has. It's been a long time. Here's a couple things that have happened, Bob. Once again, we we just got under the deadline uh, for uh, two acts, Bob, uh-huh. getting canceled. Okay, Kanye. Wait, what? What would Kanye do? Well, I think you you specifically <laughs> should really look that up. And, I probably, and, probably and, should and dig through that a little yeah. bit um, uh, because there were some people standing on overpasses. Yeah, I know. I saw those people on overpasses. Yeah, there were seven people on an overpass in the city. I now have to avoid all overpasses <laughs> in LA based on what I saw. Thanks to Kanye. And then um, at one of the few podcasts we did in the past year or so, I, Arcade Fire. We just yeah, got we under just the got there. under there. I mean, that's a crazy one too. Like for that to all come out with the uh, the new album that I was highly touting. So you know, I had to like kind of really quiet down on that front very quickly. I mean, did you really have the megaphone out on? The Arcade Fire 2022 album? I think in one of our uh, previous episodes, I was talking about it. Like, Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I just can't believe like we haven't heard already from Regine on the whole thing. Like, have you, I mean, has Regine put out a statement? I think, you know, we can get into a tricky gray area here. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, no one's listening. So I think Regine, I think maybe some people that are, are coming for uh, Rhett Butler's scalp on this. Rhett Butler. He's canceled too? <laughs> <What's> <laughs> Got, the, gone with the wind? <laughs> what did that guy do? He's been dead for so long. Uh, who is it? Rhett Win. Rhett Win Butler? <laughs> <laughs> they came for Rhett too. Um, retroactively, Rhett Butler canceled. Canceled. Done. Um, Done. They should have just checked with his wife and be like, are you cool with this? And she's like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what her statement did uh, say, where she's like, yeah, like he made he made mistakes. And uh, so that's going on. So we got a couple of canceled. We got just, just, you know, the Michael Jackson podcast, which you got yourself in hot water for with a couple of, uh, uh, you know, irreverent tweets, people may recall. <laughs> I mean, it had dozens of uh, negative comments attached to it. Only so. like dozens, but then all of them really wanted you to die. Yeah, that is true. So it had their levels of, as someone who does like power rankings for NFL.com, you know, there's a lot of negative. Did you, did you just pause for applause? <sighs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to get my soundboard up. Um, there's a lot of vitriol, but usually it's kind of just like your run of the mill. Yeah, yeah. But every once in a while, if you really trigger a community and they want you dead. Yeah. I don't get that too much, but you definitely get that. No, that is true. I think that uh, with Kanye, though, like we've uh, we've banned him in the house. There's no more Kanye playing. Oh, really? I've actually blocked him on Spotify. Hmm. So like he won't come up and i guess you're not an advocate for mental illness bob uh i don't know if um anti-semitism is a side effect of most mental illnesses whenever i've like seen those commercials where it's like you know for drugs to help people they don't say like side effects may include anti-semitism like that's never i've heard it actually in some commercials oh really some of those yeah because they talk really fast well you watch a lot of uh own america one network so i I love that (laughs) channel so much great content here's something else that happened uh, Chris Kattan almost died. Yeah. So we got to well, keep an eye on that situation. If that would have happened, we would have been in this garage. Emergency loaded. podcast. Yeah, emergency podcast. Like we did the Tom Petty emergency pod. Yeah. I don't know how we would have filled the hour, but I mean, we would have done it. <laughs> we would have been here. Chris Kattan underwent emergency surgery due to a severe case of pneumonia. Yeah. But I think the thing that really stood out to me from reading up on it was, um, you know, he had like shows he had to cancel. Yeah, there was like, like oh, a he had shows. There was like a show in Indiana that. I mean, so like, you know, sometimes I feel as someone as a uh, coastal um, American, mm-hmm. first in New York and now in LA, I do feel that gets disconnect with the rest of the country. And th- there's an example. Yeah, Catan just selling out the funny bone well, in Evansville. I don't know if it ever said that he sold it out. I think he had to cancel the show, but we don't know how many tickets were sold. Wouldn't it be nice, though, and I'm, I'm being serious now, Bob, because we're such um, sarcastic assholes. assholes. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't it be kind of cool? Wouldn't it be maybe a, a potentially better way to live to be like, man, Mango, that was such a great character. Oh, he's coming to town? Nobody ever comes to town here. Let's go see him. I, I can't wait to see the guy from SNL. I would I would do like the Men in Black mind eraser thing tomorrow. And That'd just, be amazing. Just live that life. That would be so great. 
Imagine all the John oh, Mellencamp albums we would have. Look, look, it's Mr. Peepers. It's Mr. Peepers guy. Look at him. Is he going to do Peepers? I hope he does Peepers. So get well soon, uh, yeah, Chris Yeah, get well, Chris. Uh, you must. You must survive. Uh, and Because we had his back with the, the neck injury. Of course we did. Of course, we, we've read excerpts from his book. Where is that book, by the way? Uh, you know what? I came across it recently. Um, I'll find it. By that me. would make a great white elephant gift this holiday season. True, true. All right. Now, this is Throwback to the Future Part 5. It is. Kind of cheating because we only did like three episodes this year. But it was <laughs> the fifth uh, year of the show technically. And we thank you for people's patience. And again, why are we back? I need the money. Yeah, he needs the money. Power I need. I need to you know, speak into a microphone. It's been a long time. And I just need to hear my own voice in headphones to know that I'm alive. You know what else you need to hear? Do you notice you really need to hear? What? Oh, God. Yes, I do. This is what I needed to hear. Fun fact about the song. Every time you hear it, it gets 3% better. Going to school, too. Nobody's listening anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if this is your first episode. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? What is this thing? Yeah, if you are listening to the first time, <laughs> yes, we are 10 minutes in and literally nothing has happened, but mindless bullshit. <laughs> so mindless. That's about it. Who else is um, blocked on your house Spotify, by the way? Well, I only. Any other like uh, famous anti Semites? <laughs> uh, no, they're all. Like the public rest, enemy allowed? Like the, what? The rest of them are just fine. Yeah, Ice Cube is fine. It's all fine. Just Kanye for now. But you know what? I think, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. Like, we've been doubling down on more Michael Jackson in the house now because you can't, like, you know, not have Kanye and MJ. I think you have to. Pick I was going to say, listen, I understand your heritage. And I respect that. Okay. Um, yeah, you're safe now. I'm just saying. So like MJ and the charges against him, it's pretty rough. Yeah, that's like, what I hear. If he's still, if he's still getting play, you know, maybe there is a path back to Kanye. I mean, who is nuts? Like the many people who hated me on Twitter reminded me, where's the crime? You know, where's the conviction? He got off, man. Oh, he got off, all right. Yeah, there it is. Um, nailed it. Bob said that. Uh, all right, so <laughs> what is Throwback to the Future? This is the one episode every year where we, um, I wouldn't say look forward, but we look in, we're in the present. What are, what's the music that we enjoyed this year? And it's funny because a lot of the music this year I, I found that I enjoyed, and maybe it's not a surprise, but it connected to songs I've liked in the past. Like there's there are threads of different uh, songs like that, I, and I'll point out a couple of them. 
when I hear them, it's like, oh, this sounds like that, mm-hmm. which I loved, which is probably something we've even covered on the show. So yeah, I'm looking forward to sharing these songs. I thought it was a good year for music. I feel like 2021 was even better because I discovered um, Gangs of Youth, which is one of my favorite bands um, in my life. This year. Last year. No, that happened this year. No, that was yes, last year. Yes, it did. And I have proof, and we will get into it. Okay. Definitive proof. Quantifiable definitive proof. I'm pretty sure you're... Lo- I could actually find out real quick. You know how? I could look at Throwback to the Future 4 yeah, playlist. Look, look all you want, asshole. You're just wasting, <laughs> you're just wasting everybody's time. <laughs> I mean, people are already in too deep. Look... The reason we do this episode, we came up with this concept of these are the songs that we're going to, in the future, look back to. And these are the songs that we want to encapsulate, remind us of this year, 2022. And we do this every year and it's a lot of fun. And while Dan is just like his furrowed brow, he's like, <laughs> looks like a caveman. It doesn't make any sense. It makes so much sense. You know what? Should we just get into it? Because I was going to start sure. with a Gang of Youth song because they are the band of the year for me. In 2022. Okay, well, all right. Well, okay, hang on a second. Let me just fucking... <laughs> just fucking chill out a second. God, what if, we're rusty. We're very rusty. And we don't know what Before we're doing Before we anymore. get into the actual... Um, our picks going okay. back, back and forth, let's go through some kind of subcategories, kind of looking back at the year that was. Let's do that. You want to do that first? Let's do that first. Okay. I think that's a good way to kind of get into things. Uh, we, we both have some categories here. Um, do you want to get going on that front, Bob? Sure. Where do you want to start? I don't. I don't know. All right. How about this? You st- let's start with. Let's start with Dad missed it. Dad missed it is a category for a song or artist, but you have to pick one song that did not come out this year. However, mm-hmm. uh, it's a song that you found this year, and it's your kid's fault. Uh, and it's a song that you enjoyed. Can't be on this playlist because it didn't come out in two thousand twenty-two. But here's a spot for you, Bob, to. Share a song that really did it for you. Okay. Well, I didn't put this as like my kid's fault. That I feel like that's a different category. This is like something that I found this year. It didn't come out this year, but it's a song that got a lot of play in 2022. In the house. In the house for me. And surrounding territories. Yes, exactly. This is a band named Translator from the early 1980s, 1982. Wow. And the song is called Everywhere That I'm Not. And it popped up on a, you know, Spotify Discover New Music mix that they make for you. And 
I was kind of half paying attention the first time I heard it. I was like, is that Jonathan Richmond? Like, I couldn't kind of figure out what it was. I went back and I listened to this repeatedly for the next three months. It's, oh, wow. I love finding like old bands, especially from this era where it's, you know, they weren't big hits, but they were like, in, like rock songs of the mm-hmm. time. And this one, uh, this one hits all the marks. Yeah, I love it. In fact, it, it doesn't sound like a song that came out 40 years ago. It, it, it could have come out recently. I mean, I, I think it has that kind of a timeless sound and I'm into it. Yeah, it's a cool one. Good one, Bob. Um, I am going to go with a song. So this year, and you're right, Bob, motherfucker. Gang of Yous, that came out in February. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't. Well, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to it. You're going to have to represent them, though. And um, and I will applaud you when you do. Okay. Um, but um, this year, once again, I have a lot of different genres and and uh you know kind of diving into alternative and pop and all that and what i'd really like uh is eventually to have like a a year where there's just some really good rock and Mm -hmm. it's just like you know and i know it's like a band like the white stripes for instance or the strokes or you know insert band here they don't come around a lot especially now or they don't get through uh and get to the mainstream or even get to a place where a dad finds it born in exactly 1980 but I'm looking forward to when that happens eventually. And I did come across this band, and I'm going to get to how I found it when we get to another category. Uh, it's a band called Dirty Honey. And uh, there's nothing uh, cerebral about this. It's just like a, a big, dumb, fun rock song. And it's like, where are these? How about some big, dumb rock songs? Yeah. Let's bring them back. Here is Rolling Sevens. And it's a bit of a pastiche, Bob. Okay. There's a lot of different rock bands from recent years that you might hear in this. Cool. This is kind of like ACDC. No need to socialize. No need for fantasy. I'll shine on like a star at first night. Black Rose. Yeah, I know where you've been. Baby, take All right. Well, let's This is an L.A. band, Bob, and this song came out, I believe, in 2020. Um, and Oh, wow. You could have told me this came out in 1982. I would have believed you. Right, exactly. So it's like, you know, especially like, you know what's really disappeared? Like blues rock. Yeah, like it's that, true. That bluesy hard rock. All that's left is the Black Keys. Right. And, uh, and so this isn't something, this isn't a band that I would listen to all the time or have all my music sound like this. But I do miss, like, a Black Crows type band. It'd be great to see these people in a bar. Right. So anyway, there's a song, Bob. I like it. Dirty Honey. Check it out if you're into it. Uh, how about this, Bob? Something content-based. I'll roll right into it just because they're connected. I discovered that band and that song uh, from my favorite YouTube channel of the year. Okay. 
You know our friend Justin Hawkins. Yes. Of the darkness. Of course. Uh, he is um, a very charismatic, smart, uh, funny, uh, insightful musician, like professor of music level musician. And he, I know this because he has a YouTube channel called Justin Hawkins Rides Again, where it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like a pop culture catch-all for music-based for anything that's kind of going on. And he things his listeners or viewers bring it to his attention, and then he watches it kind of in real time. And he'll pick up his guitar and figure out how it's played, and he'll, he'll share very honest thoughts about uh, whether it's the artist or a song or share personal experiences about mm-hmm. his life, which has been crazy. I mean, he was... Still is in a very successful band, obviously, dealt with addiction issues. Obviously, he was an um, alcoholic, and he's in recovery, and he has a, a very kind of, uh, he's seen a lot, mm-hmm. and I love it. And the reason why that song and that artist came up is a band like The Darkness. How about a band like The Darkness? Okay. Uh, we haven't, it's been 20 years since The Darkness came out. Stop it. That's impossible. So uh, someone said, hey, I know, like, sometimes we miss good old rock bands, can you check out this song by Dirty Honey? And he watched it and commented positively about it as well. And that's how it connected. What about you, Bob? What's something you uh, discovered in 2022? Check out Justin Hawkins Rides Again on YouTube. I mean, I guess I just discovered Justin Hawkins' YouTube page based on what you just said. Mm-hmm. It's still 2022. Oh, you'd so. love it, Bob. You'd yeah, love it. I it's great. It out. He's really funny and interesting. Uh, you know what I enjoyed this year? I don't know if uh, you ever plugged in on it. Was the uh, Chad and JT go deep on Netflix? I did. I did. Uh, I kind of did actually. I watched about half of it. I'd say it was so dumb. <laughs> it was. It was so it dumb was. that I loved it. It did have its moments. It just like they turn your brain off and laugh at something stupid level yeah. comedy. And yes, their commitment to those characters was just so perfect that uh, that was a fun thing this year. All right, I'll I'll uh, throw out one. You're. Uh, I guess he's not. Uh, I guess he's kind of your boss, right? Murderville. Murderville was great. Murderville is a uh, murder mystery uh, TV series that's uh, largely improvised, and it's starring Will Arnett as a detective. What is this? Terry, Terry Seattle. Yep, Terry Seattle. And uh, and then a parade of guest stars uh, who have to kind of go along with the plot and then figure out who the killer is, and it's very funny. Uh, the hardest I've laughed, the hardest I laughed this year, uh, was, um, uh, what's his name? Kamel. Kamel. Yep. Uh, Nanjiani. <laughs> Walking down the hallway. Walking down the hallway. <laughs> uh, Terry Seattle telling him not to look too cool, uh, look stupid, walk stupid. And then to, uh, Kumail's, uh, credit, he comes up instantly with this incredible, like, bit of physical comedy and, uh. And there's, you know, callbacks galore to that. Anyway. Yeah, it's a really funny Very game. good. I know there's a lot of NFL fans that listen to this show. Marshawn Lynch is in the uh, season premiere of it. It's on Netflix. Check out uh, Murderville. And the Christmas special comes out. Yeah. Tomorrow. I mean, I'm glad you're I'm glad you're plugging Will Arnett's like other show and not Lego And of Masters, course Lego Masters. Obviously helped me out a Wait, lot. Wait, you got to get Marshawn Lynch on Lego <laughs> I Masters. I guess we do. Yeah. That's the, I guess the <laughs> recipe for any success now is Marshawn uh, Lynch. Oh, how about Maxim Babe of the Year, Bob? We're Are doing, we allowed to do this? Should we save some of these for like throughout the episode? Or All right, just you want to get it? You want to come back to the Max and Babe of the Year? Wanna yeah. Come, ooh, that's a great tease. I think we got a tease. Anybody who's going to turn off now, you <laughs> have to understand. Know. 
just know that we're going to award uh, a 2022 Maxim Babe of the Year. All right. We're going to hit pause. That's a good <laughs> idea, Bob. Yeah. Let's get into Throwback to the Future Part 5, where we um, each take turns sharing songs that we love that came out this year. They have mm-hmm. to have come out this year. And Bob, why don't you get us going with your first song? And we're eventually going to come down with a few options that you will vote on the listener that mm-hmm. will be added to the Throwback Podcast playlist. All right, Dan, on January 7th at 7.02 a.m., January 7th, my birthday. Challenger. Nope, nope, oh. this year, 2022. Uh, this year, oh, right, because that's the theme of the episode. Joel Mann, at Joel W. Mann, with two N's, 93, tweeted at Throwback Pod, a wreck for new music for the guys, Gang of Youths, great Australian band, Oh my God! live in L.A. on 18th of May this year, Oh my God! at the Belasco, <laughs> getting really big in the U.K., slammer. Mm-hmm. I respond. I love that band. Holy shit. All in. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, mm-hmm. nothing was, nope. this, was the same. Oh, okay. a good part for the talk of. No, but I wanted that moment of like, do right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It is amazing that the that this album came out this year and it's a 2022 f- phenomenon because it does I feel like this band has been in my world for my entire life. I know. Like they have <laughs> they all they hit they hit every um every category and every check mark for things that I love about music and uh it is my favorite album of the year. This is my favorite song of the year and as I said on the show, uh, after we saw them in concert, and we were lucky enough to meet the singer and the band, uh, David, you pronounce the last name. La, la this, uh, you have to go back for me to you 2 and Oasis for a band that immediately hit me. It's like, oh, I'm going to like these guys mm-hmm. until... Yeah, I'm in. You know, I'm all in, 100%. End. And one of the fun things about this year, thanks to uh, that one tweet discovering this band, they had two previous albums. Who's that guy? Again? Uh, some loser. The, the guy that said I'm the kidding. Tweet? I'm kidding. His name is Joel Mann. <laughs> He's a hero. In fact, you know what? We're going to follow him back today. 
Oh, that's see, there it is. Right, that's big. Joel, man, shout out to you. Yeah, even though Bob called you a loser. I was kidding. Joel gets it. You uh, changed our lives in a way. Yeah, no, I mean, going back and listening to their previous albums, being like given a band that you immediately love, and having seventy songs right off the bat to get into, or six, whatever it was, it was like, holy shit, this is the best. I'm so excited to just like dig into this band, and it's legitimately all I listened to this year. Like. They were my number one most listened to band by far. Yeah, I couldn't recommend the band more and the album and yeah, their whole catalog because it does... They go in a lot of different directions, mm-hmm. and none of it feels forced. So, great way to start, Bob. You know, and uh, you know, we could talk about them all we want, but here's another quote I'm just going to throw out to mm-hmm. you. They are amazing. They remind me of the best music I've heard in my life. The times I was young and stumbled upon R.E.M. the first time and went to see them play in 1983, or the first time I saw Springsteen. When I saw Gang of Youths, it was like that. I was so stunned. I was gobsmacked. Yeah. Adam Duritz. Oh! Oh! And you know what, Bob? I uh, it's one of those bands where you just got to tell everybody about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did to the point where I um, reached out on Instagram to Pete Yorn, and I was like, uh, "He's a Springsteen <laughs> guy. I know he would. This would really work for him." And I I hit him up and say, "Do you know this band?" And he wrote back and he said, uh, "Are they from Australia?" Um, yeah, I've heard a couple of their songs. Uh, I'll check him out. Yeah, you're like, fucking get on it, Pete. Now, I haven't followed up with Pete on that, but if he does, like so many other people, you're going to be hooked. That's very good, Bob. Um, All right. Up next, I'm going to start with the biggest and most successful uh, artist in the world right now. Um, And I'm going to do it uh, because there is a tendency for people to just dismiss said artist because... Said artist is so popular, mm-hmm. but this artist, this said artist, I've said on the show years ago, I always saw this artist as kind of the modern Springsteen, where it's not only is this artist gigantic, but also the goods, great songwriting, consistency. Every two or three years, you're going to get a big album, then a big tour, and then different detours, big pop music, then something introspective. And she has followed this path. And uh, after putting out some kind of quieter music during the pandemic era, which was highlighted on this particular episode in the past, she put out a big pop album this year. She's Taylor Swift. Uh And this is Antihero. I was positive you were going to play Simple Creed. Tired of my scheming for the last time. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. At tea time, 
So the album is Midnight's. It's actually not my favorite album of hers, um, but I thought this was such a great single. And I think that uh, having that perfect first single that kind of sums up the whole album is kind of a hard thing to do. And I think she did it. And uh, I know I'm a bigger fan than you are, Bob. Um, but I don't care if it's if there's no street cred to it. I fucking love Taylor Swift and think she's super talented. I mean, you may be a bigger fan, but I spent an entire day of my life trying to get concert tickets <laughs> and battling with Ticketmaster and watching tickets disappear under me over and over again and cursing the gods of Ticketmaster like Eddie Vedder did many years before me. It was a fucking awful experience. Are your boys into Taylor Swift? Yeah. Or are you just trying to scalp, buy those tickets and scalp them? Look, like a I've piece also of shit? I've also made some uh, poor business decisions financially, <laughs> and I need to get out of this hole. That yeah. would get you out of the hole. I was no, I was excited. I was like, you know, Dean wants to go. Heather loves Taylor Swift, so I thought it would have been fun. It was. I saw her during the Super Bowl one year, and she's very good. Um, I want to play this uh, one other verse because I think it's kind of subversive for a huge pop star. This dream my daughter-in-law kills me for the money She thinks I left them in the will The family gathers around and reads it And then someone screams out She's laughing up at us from hell I just have a lot of respect for, you know, somebody at the top of the pop charts writing something that dark. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's she's stealth in that way as a songwriter, Uh She's just so much better than everyone else, I think, in her stratosphere. Yeah. You know, that she has a few peer like I like like a artist like Lord will pop up every once in a while. Um, but she's kind of to me in her own category. And I do think like the fact that I know it was, it was shitty the way it worked out with uh Ticketmaster and all that, but like it's even harder when I say like she's the Springsteen of this generation. It's even harder to be that now because everything's so fractured. Yeah. So for her to be such this like populist darling, I think it speaks again to her talent and how she's so universal. So don't try to be cool. Just accept that she's really good. I mean, I think she's been in every throwback to the future episode. So I mean, pretty much. I mean, she's been, she's pretty prolific too. You're right. I think she won one year. Lover was the song that we put on the playlist. Right. I mean, well, she, yeah, I think the my last kind of thought about her is, and now I've said it too many times, but one of the things I respect the most about Bruce Springsteen, especially when he was younger, was he could have kept putting out, you know, radio type friendly albums like Born in the USA. Right. But he was he's kind of famous for taking detours and doing things for him. Like Nebraska, for instance, was famously on he recorded in his bedroom. Uh, I feel like that was in some way what she did um, with. Uh, her albums that she put out during the pandemic, those back-to-back albums, Folklore uh, and Evermore. And then this one was like, all right, this is for everybody. This is what I'm going to tour right. behind mm-hmm. in stadiums for six months. Do it, Taylor. It's funny. I never make a point to play her, but I know every song on the album because it's just on. Like, it's just playing places. It's, you know, Heather's playing it. It's on the radio. It's just, you can't avoid Taylor Swift even if you wanted to. Do you think Will Arnett could get his tickets? Uh, probably. He's not going to, but I'm sure he probably he could. could. I'm sure. Yeah. All right. You're up, Bob. All right. I'm going to go with a band that surprised me this year. A band that's been around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. A band I don't think we've ever 
spoken about or listened to on this podcast before, hmm. but one that you're going to recognize immediately and hmm. be like, yeah, oh yeah, how about oh, that? I think I know what you're going to play. They put out one hell of an album this year. I, I am not going to say it, but I think I know exactly the song Ooh. that you're going to play because it's on my playlist too. And it's a band that we should have talked about before. And if it's not the band I'm thinking of, great, because we're going to have two of these bands. Okay, here we go. This is exactly the song. Exactly <laughs> the <band>. Yes! <laughs> here this we go. This is a great fucking song. This is Wild by the band Spoon. Spoon. That's so funny. I was reminded every measure Riding trade winds, buried treasure. I got on fine with modern living, but must I be such a citizen? And the world still is so wild, called to me. I was lost. You know, the more I listen to this song, and I listen to this song a lot in the Me last too. couple of weeks, especially as I was preparing for this episode as a fucking professional, <laughs> um, I couldn't believe how much I loved it. Like, I could picture Liam Gallagher singing this song, by the way. Oh, I could hear that. Um, My only debate with this song was, do I put on Wild? Or Spoon also released, this is off the album Lucifer on the Sofa, they also released a little EP this year where they had four remixes of it including one named Jack Wild that was produced by Jack Antonoff. I love Jack Antonoff. I we, meant to bring him up with Taylor Swift because yeah. he's made her better. Yes. well, And he, he produced Antihero. He did a great uh, version of Wild, too, where he just kind of throws everything but the kitchen sink at the song, and there's horns and percussion. Like It sounds like the song, but it's kind of a crazier I'm, I'm version I'm glad you it. chose this, though. I haven't heard the other one yet, but I think what makes part of what makes it such a great song is it's very immediate. There's, it's not dressed up too much. Yeah. And it just everything kind of gets to breathe a little bit. Jack Wilde, though, it would have given us an opportunity to talk about the movie Cracker Jack, which mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever talked mm-hmm. about on the pod. Maybe we have. Who knows? But missed uh, missed up there. One of the greatest uh, bad movies of all times that we've you and I have, and along with Jason Zumwalt, have seen many, over many over times. fifty times. We're still chasing that white whale, trying to find the next Cracker Jack. Yeah, it's true. Can I hear this more? Yeah. So good. So good. I almost put on My Babe, too. Another great song on the album. It's a really good album. They are so, so consistent. That's kind of what they've become known for, um, which I guess can almost be a backhanded compliment because if you're just always like really good and consistent, that means you never have that truly like transcendent great album. Mm. Although you could say, what was the one that had the underdog on it? That was Gaga 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 Gaga. Pretty good. Yeah, that was a great record. Yeah. Say, all right. Where am I going next? All right. Up next, Bob, is a song that 
uh, just makes me feel good. Okay. It's a feel good song. And uh, it's by an artist uh, called, you know, maybe something they should have, something they should have thought about when they named the band something a little more catchy. Alex G. Okay. There we go. Yeah. It's called Runner. Yeah, it is. Good pick. Thank you, Bob. Nice acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. Never went wrong. to the piano in the song it just perfectly sprinkled into the song underneath and it gives it a lot of it gives it a lot of its personality I feel like can I either uh, ruin the song or make it better right now if you're about to say something else that I had in mind I'm, I'm going to kiss you with my mouth <laughs> now, go ahead now I'm just scared to talk <laughs> what, what are you going to say because I am ready Bob um, that his cadence, it sounds exactly like Runaway Train by Soul Asylum. What the fuck, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> I had this song queued up to talk about that. Call you up in the middle of the yeah. night. In fact, remember earlier in this episode when I was talking about certain songs that evoked past songs? Yeah, yeah. This was the main one I was thinking about. That's amazing. See, I don't know if it's the voice, though. I think it's the, it's the, it's the beat, right? Or are you talking about it's the melody or the... Uh... But also, this is one of the great like pop rock singles of the my 90s. My runner, my runner, my runner. Yeah. Are we going to have to be the people that do the uh, mashup? <laughs> if we had mashup skills, that would be great. And it can't be that hard, and right? And only like 37 nerds, music nerds would appreciate it. No, we get, like, Alex G gets sued and loses <laughs> everything because Columbia Records. Dave Perner comes at him hard. Puts you up in the middle of the night Like a firefly without a light I think that's okay, man. I, I I don't mind it. It makes me think of that song, which I've always loved. We are okay. We're on we're on a, a cosmic plane right now. Is this what, maybe hold on. I'm I'm starting to come to a realization. Do I have to kiss you on the mouth? Now? You do have to kiss me on the mouth. We I think need to keep doing the podcast because it levels us off where we're not like alone with our thoughts that happen to be the same thoughts. <laughs> it turns out. Maybe we, because we haven't spent any time together outside mm-hmm. of like family time since July, legitimately. Right. I haven't we've, missed we've, it. We've gone to some concerts. I haven't missed it either. But I'm saying it might be a medical necessity right. to avoid these kinds Explain of things. Explain this to Heather. See what she says. <laughs> it's just like Dan and I need to spend uh, so Heather, a lot more down. time together. Like both of us, like come up to her. Heather, take a seat. Here. Uh, can you get your glass of wine? And I'll be like, let me play you this podcast <laughs> from the other night. And she's like, you're still doing the podcast? Like, that's a whole other story. Shut the fuck up. Listen. Listen. It's like, this is not going well. Our brains are both settling into the same sad space. 
You must help us. All right, <laughs> let's let's us. keep moving, Bob. What do you got next? This song. Oh yeah. Okay. This is Shotgun by Soccer Mommy, and I like it. It was on my list. I mean, it's such a good song. It didn't make the cut. One of the uh, my favorite choruses of the year. All right, go ahead. great chorus so good so it's a great good. song it's a great band name yeah i like the band name uh soccer mommy came on my radar i guess a couple of years ago at this point with uh the song circle the drain which got a lot of play in our house and uh yes led off this new album with uh shotgun and just immediately loved it been listening to it all year she's got a great voice and a great like 90s aesthetic we got to be careful here because we are married um but my wife doesn't listen to the show. Doesn't. Uh, does not. Of course so not. I'm going to, and I know Heather doesn't. Right, no. But have you been tracking the soccer mom situation in the modern times? The, wait, soccer mom or soccer mommy? What are we talking soccer about? Soccer moms? Soccer moms. They're not the soccer moms from 91. And not the ones that Art Alexakis was singing about with Volvo driving soccer mom no. back in 2003. No, there's a, there's a level. Hmm. How do I do this? There's a level of... Uh, Self-care? Uh, wait, you just got canceled. It just happened. I just, I'm looking at the news ticker, the cancel news ticker. Your name is now firmly wedged in between Win Butler and Rhett Butler. No, I think I'm okay on this one because the take is that just just like very attractive. Uh, yeah. That they're out there. Yeah. And I, and I see you and I think it might have something to do with the fact that I am now an old man. Yeah. And I see these people differently. But I also think maybe there's a little, maybe society. Do you think there's something specific to soccer? No. I, hmm. Like, I mean, the whole thing with like Sarah Palin and like hockey moms, like that was like a specific type of mom. Do you think? Sarah Palin was kind of hot. I know. That was a hockey mom. I can't, I can't speak on ho- hockey moms. Personally. No, of course not. You're just very specifically soccer moms. Soccer moms. So you're forcing your kids to play soccer. But I know you're, you're playing this close to the vest right now. Um, but just agree or disagree. No, look, I, I'm all, I'm looking excited to support. You are genuinely I'm, flustered right now. I'm ready to support your take that moms are hot. <laughs> like that's a... But what I'm trying to say is moms today doing great. Oh yeah, completely. I'm talking I completely about, agree with but that. But were the moms in 92 doing great? If, if we were this age then... Would my take be the same? And I'd be talking about the 70s like, moms. Right. If you were a 42 year old dad in 1992, would you be like, moms are hot? Were moms during the, the first uh, Bush presidency uh, taking care of themselves? No, not like this. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Moms are hot. Hashtag. It's moms like in are sports, hot. like how. Exactly. That's a great. They've extended their primes, the players. Right. 
like, you know, they say, you know, the Babe Ruth couldn't even compete with the athletes of today kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I think we've made it out of there. (laughs) I think it's completely complimentary. It was, yeah. While burying a segment of society that is not listening to the show. Like 72-year-olds you're burying. You're burying 72-year-old women for not being conventionally attractive in 1992. I should play a female artist right now. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Again, you you know Daddy has a little soft spot, Bob, for, and I think it does scratch an itch potentially into, like, digging into my id. There's something that I find very um, powerful and uh, alluring. Mm -hmm. And um, I just respect, like, a a strong female Mm singer-songwriter with a confident voice. Uh, And that's why I like Carly Rae Jepsen. You do. And um, she put out an album... On the same day as Taylor Swift, Swift, which you know, maybe we could have. Like somebody should have warned her yeah, about give that. Give her a heads one. up, but it's yeah. Canada, you know. Oh right, that makes sense. Uh, this is Western Wind, one of my favorite jams of this year. The kids would call it a bop. I don't know it. It's breezy, Bob. Okay. And it's fun. Nice. Flies under the radar, um, but sometimes it's okay. I'm still not kind of fully recovered from my bad relationship with a Canadian in 2005, so <laughs> I don't know if I could ever like really let her into my heart. But this is good. You know what, too? That particular Canadian definitely loves Carly Rae Jepsen. I know, yeah, for sure. So that also like that doesn't help. That doesn't help her case. But again, like same thing. If you're oh. Who is Carly Rae Oh, is she like the Call Me Maybe yeah, girl? Yeah, she's the Call Me Maybe girl. And by the way, fuck you. Call Me Maybe was amazing. It yeah. still is. Well, that's not a bad thing to be known as. Like, that's an amazing Yeah, but she's song. had so many great songs. Right. Um, and now there's like a Noel Gallagher type guitar solo that comes here, Bob. Wow. If you're not sold yet, somebody to Somebody playing the scissors in the background, too? <laughs> <laughs> Peak Noel Gallagher. <laughs> that was almost like Steve Winwood esque, actually. Uh, I could hear that. There's a little champagne supernova in it. Anyway, uh, yes, I've been a fan of hers for years now, actually. Yeah. And uh, check out Carly Ray Jepsen. Get over yourself. All right. You're up, Buck. I'm up. Do we want to check in on our list? 
Sure. Yeah. What is the biggest uh, kids bop in your house this year? What was the song that the kids? Uh, you have two sons. Is there one? Because I have one that very clearly okay. was the boys' favorite song this year. Jack is eight. Harrison recently turned six. Uh, but I'm curious. If no, there you was lead one. us off because I okay. want to hear what that is. That sounds. I'm excited to hear what this is. All right. Here we go. I think uh, anyone with any vague um, understanding of what's on the radio and what's popular. Is there a radio? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll know this song as soon as you hear it. Uh, I think it just set a record actually this year for the longest the song's ever been in the top 100. Like literally set the record. Oh, wow. This is uh, Heat Waves by Glass Oh, Owens. yeah. This is a vibe. Stop. We're going to edit that out, everybody. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, they fucking this, love this song. This sounds though. like the voice at the end of the first Little Dicky song. I'm a little confused about this song, too, because it was released in 2020. Oh my god! But, but no, that this doesn't the, sound uh, right, right because it was like the number one song this summer, right? So it might Slow have been burn. one of those things. This is a British artist. I did not know this. See, this had like L.A. dirtbag like artists written all over it. Yeah, totally. It actually, kind of makes me like it more. Now it's a little smarter. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see if there's a background of why this song's popular now. Yeah, I don't even know the back. I mean, it was yeah. popular in 2020. Really? Yeah. That's weird and crazy. Let's see. Was this a TikTok thing? Oh, it's oh, quote unquote sleeper hit, Bob, which okay. has its own Wikipedia page, the term sleeper hit. Okay. Uh, ba 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 in March 20. Yeah, it's just the song that lived forever basically. Oh, it peaked at number 1 on the Billboard Hot 100 chart on March 12, 2022. Completing a record-breaking 59-week week, Bob. Over a year, climb to number one. That's so crazy. What the fuck? That's so weird. How does that work? That See, that is a perfect example of how things are just very different. Yeah. that It's a song that slowly but surely built up into a tidal wave just through the digital airwaves. Right. So weird. It's a, it is a very good song. It's a good song. It is yeah. a vibe. It's uh, it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you got? What is the kid? What is the kids' bop of Castrone Manor? So I picked a song that you know we could have gone with like a Harry Styles or Taylor Swift song because obviously that's played a lot sure. everywhere. You can't avoid it. But for the first time, my son Dean, who is now eleven years old, mm. uh, this is scary age. Scary age. Loves hip hop. A lot of stuff going on. Really trying to. Uh, to beat that out of him, but I feel like. What do you mean? You liked hip hop when you were. 11. I know, I know. So you just, did oh. a hip hop dance, break dance at your bar mitzvah, in which your mother dropped you off in on the wrong side of the tracks and where we grew up to train for it. All right, we're taking all that out. We're <laughs> editing all that out. 
Um, so my son is 11 years old. That happened, Bob. Never happened. My son's 11 <laughs> years old. He likes hip hop. And uh, he found a song, started playing it. And I was like, holy shit, that's a good song. He, he introduced me to a song for the first time. Wow. And I is. think you're going to love it too if you don't know this song. It's by an artist named Armani White. And you'll... Doesn't ring a bell, Bob. Doesn't ring a bell, but this will. Well, I know this. You know the sample. Nas? Nori. Nori, that's right. Bitch, I'm stylish. Black talk, big t-shirt, Billy. Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond. Niggas talk crazy when I pull up in sight. Mile high, run that shit back, bitch, I'm stylish. Black talk, big t-shirt, Billy. Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond. This is Billie Eilish by Armani White. And uh, obviously I don't listen. I don't let him listen to the explicit version of the song that we're listening to. But from the second I heard that sample, I was like, oh, shit, Dean, you have to hear the original. And I would play him the Nori one. And then I kind of decided that this one's better right now. It peaked at number 58 on the Billboard Hot 100 in September 2022. Okay. So that not only does Dean love hip hop, like he's plugged in on things that are a little off the radar. I know. Who knows what he's really digging through, Bob. I mean. He's digging through those crates. Here's one of the great, yeah, crates. (laughs) Here's one of the great uh, side effects of COVID 2020 is that every kid at LA Unified and Pasadena Unified got a laptop. So now he has this laptop that has no parental controls on it because only the school can control it. <laughs> so like we can't put any parent filters on it when he comes home. Like at school, he can't go on any site, but when he brings it home, it's uh, oh, what a it's, hack. It's party time. What a hack. So thankfully he's a good kid, but YouTube, when we look at his YouTube history, it's all the shit that you don't want him watching on YouTube <laughs> where it's just like, oh no, no, please don't. Look up Nicki Minaj videos. Don't do that. Like, so, yeah. So, like, I have to take the laptop from him as he walks in the house and hide it. And if I forget to do it, then it's 75 music videos that are definitely corrupting his mind in a way that, like, videos did not corrupt us (laughs) back in 1991. It's a lot different now. Well, yeah, like, Baby Got Back would be the one that the parents are freaking out about uh, in 92. Yeah, put that up against WAP. Well, yeah, that is. I mean, some of the hair metal videos were pretty. They were racy, but again, cherry pie. That was pretty. Yeah, you know, suggestive. It was just you know, a girl on roller skates. But this, yeah, it's a whole other world now. Take me through the um, the preparation for the bar mitzvah dance. Just I thought we were going to talk about our Maxim Babe of the Year. Are we still teasing no, I gotta, that? I got to hear this. No, we're not talking about that. Take us through it. It's 2022. It's almost 2023. <laughs> it's God, how many? It's thirty years since that happened. I don't. I'm just, and I'm still not ready. What What is it about it that you're not ready to talk about? I brought. We talked about it in one of our episodes. I finally came clean, and nobody knows. Nobody remembers that. Certainly, I don't. I do. Just give me the Cliff's notes. Come on, give it to me. No, I don't want to. I don't Come want on. to talk about it. Just know that I did a really great choreographed dance routine. Did something bad happen at my Vermissa? The whole thing is bad. <laughs> something bad did happen. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what happened? No, I, I did it. <laughs> and I and I did it well. And I wouldn't it, know. I wasn't invited. I know you weren't. 
not cool. Does everyone hear how uncomfortable he is talking about it? Yeah, I hate it. Does anybody that actually listened to the episode know why he's so uncomfortable? I don't remember. Let me know. Because of everything you just said. (laughs) Because of everything you said to describe it. But I feel like you got good pop at the bar mitzvah, right? Oh, yeah. I watched the video, I remember. Yeah, that kept me on the A-list for another four or five months. (laughs) (laughs) It was definitely the dancing. Uh, All right, who's up? I think you're up, Bob, right? Am I up? Yeah, I am up. You are up. What do you got? All right. I'm going to play another artist that uh, I just discovered this year. Okay. And uh, What is that sound? I don't know what that sound is. I don't like it. I hope it goes away. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I don't think we could do anything to fix it, right? Why do I think this ties into the breakdancing somehow? It's not your ceiling fan, is it? Hang on. Ah. Oh, here we go. He's got okay. it. I've, I've cracked it. Dad detective figured it out. The heater kicked on. We're all good. Okay. Yeah. We're go good. Ahead. All right. This is a band that I just discovered. It's really a person, but he goes by the name Wonder Horse. And the song is Wonder called. Whore? Wonder Horse. Oh, Horse. Wonder Off Horse. Off the better. album Cub, this is Teal. Wonder Whore better. Better, yeah. for sure. There is a new Everclear album out. There's a single, I think. I don't think there's an album. I always remember the time at midnight. It was somebody's party. You were wearing the black dress, cleaning the shadows, chameleon ask. And we were together when we were 15. But nothing is real then, you know what I mean? I slept with that dancer. I didn't mean it. It was all in a dream, babe. All in a dream. keeps building them to bring it up again in a little bit That's but good. uh yeah it just reminds me of like lou reed velvet underground mm-hmm. uh jim carroll band it reminds me of no. but yeah this guy so his name is jacob slater he was in a band called the uh dear pretties and uh this is his first kind of solo effort and it's really good there's some really good songs on the album and uh i just love his voice i love the vibe very good yeah it's fun when you find a song like this that you're like, I could put this on anytime. See, this doesn't really sound like a, a song that came out this year. Like if somebody would have told me this came out in 1983 or whatever, yep. I'd be like, okay. Well, I like this part. All of your friends, they say that they need you. When you need them, they just get up and leave you. One of them said, I don't care if this kills you. What if it did, Katie? What if it killed I like it, Bob. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah, it's a fun one. Very good. Um, all right. I was just about to ask, do we have to take a break? We don't. We have no... Uber, we, Uber One member Tracy Morgan <laughs> here. We have no one to answer to on this particular program. Hey, do you remember this song, Bob, from about... Mm, I'm going to say about... Damn, maybe nine years ago now. 
I don't think it's a real song. I, is this a song or is this what our buddy Mike hears in his head when he does glow sticks? I just feel like this is just on repeat. <laughs> you really don't know this one? No, I don't know this. This was uh, Daft Punk off that big album they had, Random Access Memories. Yeah, yeah. Memories. Yeah, I don't remember this one. Uh, it was one of the singles. This and, was, really? Oh, yeah. Um, it was, you know, they had the big one, yeah, Get Lucky, the, then they had the Julian Casablanca song. Yeah. And this, I believe, was the third single. Anyway, All right. this is Panda Bear uh, as the featured artist in this song. As I recall now, I haven't heard the song in a long time. Is there anything else to the song? Hang on. Uh, this part. Okay, I love that fucking song. Anyway, so that's how I heard of Panda Bear. And then I didn't hear anything from Panda Bear no. for the next nine years. I figured, I figured, ready, ready? Figured Panda Bear went extinct. <sighs> God, now Nailed we have to it. end the podcast forever. Nailed it. Uh, all right, so Panda Bear is back. Oh, Panda Bear is back. Uh, with a, they sample uh, Randy and the Rainbow's song Denise and then mix it up into something fun. You took it Let's out, listen. but you can put it back. You took it out, but you can put it back again. You took a swig and then you take a crack. I mean, everything's going. This is all the songs. (laughs) Um, You can hear that, you know, sample. Uh, You hear a modem. Yep. And I believe some of the lyrical content um, connects to... Listen, man, the internet, everything's at our fingertips now. Wait, really? I think so. So I think those are the themes. Okay. But sometimes... I don't dig in that hard, Bob. Sometimes I just like a song that kind of puts me in a happy headspace. Yeah. And I like that. And that's why I like Edge of the Edge. So is this off a whole album? A yeah. Whole I, well, album? I don't know. What the fuck do I know? <laughs> think I'm digging through all these, Bob? Digging through the crates on I these? I mean, I want to know. I want to know everything about Panda Bear. Uh, Panda, Bo- Panda Bear with Sonic Boom. It looks like, Bob, perhaps it was an EP. Okay. I'll allow it. So it came out in 2022. It clarified. Just to clarify, Bob, everything is kosher and above the board. Okay. Edge of the Edge. It doesn't sound like that did much for you about that song. 
No, I mean, I don't think I'll ever listen to it again, but I don't, mm. I don't hate it. Like it's interesting. Well, it's interesting to me. Pretty close to hating a song. I'll never listen to it ever again. I mean, there's a lot of other songs out there. I just don't know when this one's going to come across. At this point, are there a lot of other songs out there? No, like in our world, we're really whittling it down. <laughs> so there's only about 200 songs that come out I a year really, now. I realize too, like so much of my life is trying to find songs that like make me nostalgic for like the 90s, but I don't. But I've listened to all those songs so many times. I don't want to hear those songs. Right. I want it to be a new song. That sounds like an old song. But also isn't but is an old song. Right. Because it also has to like have that ability to take me back, but also not be overplayed and new to me. I understand that. Yeah. You, when you lay your head on the pillow tonight, Bob, uh, will you think to yourself, how have I how did I miss Panda Bear? So, so badly, you know, both in 2013, swing and a miss. And now here, my friend brings Panda Bear back to the mainstream on this podcast. And once again, just nothing. What is it with you and Panda Bear? Answer the question, Bob. You didn't answer the breakdancing question. I need answers. (laughs) Maybe, maybe we're just, uh, the world doesn't need Panda Bears. You're a piece of shit. I mean, I'm just saying. Panda bears are awesome. (laughs) They are really cute. All right. What do you got? All right. So this year, a lot of my my previous throwback bands, throwback to the future bands. Yes. A lot of them put out albums this year. In fact, to the point where I kind of realized like, oh, I could easily just fill my entire playlist up with like Wet Leg and... Mm -hmm. The Regrets, who I didn't like the album at all, but they had like a good yeah, song on it. I feel like you it. buried them yeah, last I'm, time I'm, they came up on the show. Yeah, I'm done with The Regrets. Um, but Wet Leg, The Regrets, uh, Kiwi Jr., who I love. They put out a great album this year, Dan. You would you would totally not Not more uh, in the Panda Bear I know. lane right in now. The, in the Panda Bear, <laughs> Kiwi Jr. Uh, debate, you're clearly on the side of Panda Bear. I am definitely more Kiwi Jr. Right. It's very, it is a Tupac, Biggie vibe between those two artists. Right now. Sports team put out another great album and I decided I wasn't going to play any of them because I do think a part of this is like introducing new music to people who are like us born in 1980. Right. Uh, like the same music we like. And I, Although was, I would say maybe don't overthink it, Bob, because if you're saying that, oh, these people have already been introduced to sport team. Maybe it didn't connect the first song you played. Well, I think I played them. Come with I know. Fight at the Apple. Yeah, I played them twice. And Wet Leg, uh, you know, they put out their album this year, but... That is not a good band name. Two of the songs. I think it's good. Oh, no. No, 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 no. That's, well, that's, that's objectively a bad band no name. No way. Wet Leg? Yeah. You know how they came up with the name? They were just texting each other emojis to try to figure out what their band oh, name would be. Don't continue this story. And somebody, <laughs> one of the girls sent uh, the squirt and the leg emoji, and they're like, yeah, that's our band name now. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> That went about how I thought it would go. But anyway, anyway, I went. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't completely uh, wipe the table clean. I had to pull back, uh, pull out one of the guys from a couple of years ago who made my throwback playlist. He's on it again with this song off his new album, Farm to Table. If this is a Ben, I'm going to fucking lose it. It's not a Ben. <laughs> this is Barty Strange. All right, good. And the song is Heavy Heart. If you if you came at me with Quella right now, I, I would just, I'd run. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good song, by the way. Run and by, I get, by Ben Queller. It's a good I one. Get a blowtorch and burn this fucking bitch to the ground. All the insurance money. This past year, I thought I was broken. 
He's strange. I just fucking love this guy. I think is he an American artist? He was, I think, born in Germany and grew up in Oklahoma, listening to Block Party and TV on the radio. And mm. what I love about his music is, I mean, it's rock, but there's so many hip hop elements in it. It's completely unique. And the whole album, like from beginning to end, it's just like a journey. Like he just kind of hits you with a little bit of everything. And I think it's. Definitely one of my three favorite albums this year after Gang of Youths and probably Wet Leg. I'd say those are the three albums that I listened to the most this year. Very good. Uh, Gang of Youths, that's a great band name. It is. Yeah. Although I always type Gangs of Youth the first time. whenever. Yeah, I, I hear that. Yeah. Maybe that's something they could... You know, remember when Matchbox 20 went, hey, we're going to go all lowercase. Yeah. And then spell out 20. Yeah, spelled out 20. Yeah. And we saw what that did for them. But wait, we like Matchbox 20. Do we like Matchbox 20 the number or Matchbox 20 the, the spelled out? I think we... Where do we come down on that, Bob? <laughs> I don't know. I think we like the, uh, the the first album we did on the show, Lo- right? Love that album. <laughs> greatest album Did ever we made. do that album? Yeah, and it was. we realized while listening to it for the first time that it was like the greatest album. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is Yeah, this is... Uh, the songs that you're hearing right now, just remember that the guys that are picking it love the first Matchbox 20 album. After telling each other we hated it for like 20 years <laughs> without having listened to it. our minds open. Yep. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. All right. So you didn't know that old panda bear joint, but do you remember, Bob, one of the great songs? I recently, one of my, my favorite playlists that I created this year, Bob, was... Best of El Contento Drive. Oh, yeah, that was great. Thank you, Bob. We lived on um, blank number. We we don't want to share the number. I think we've shared it it before, I think. 2270 El Contento Drive, Hollywood, California. We lived in a big rented house in the Hollywood Hills. Uh, Me, you, Jason Zumwalt, our friend Brian Levin. And we had some very good times in that house. And... That was in 2007 to about 2010, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of great music, and I had put together a playlist of all the like the big kind of songs from that era, and it's a very nostalgic listen, and this is one of the leading bands of that era. Um, you might remember this song. Oh, yeah. 
This is a French band, actually. Uh huh. So I don't even like you know what that song is. As soon as you hear that, yeah. if you like alternative rock and pop, you know that's 1901 by Phoenix. Uh, this year they put out an al- album called Alpha Zulu, and uh, there's a lot of good music on this album. Uh, but uh, the song Winter Solstice really uh, grabbed me. Very dreamy and uh, exactly kind of what I want. What what you want from a Phoenix song. If you okay. haven't thought about that for a while. Yeah, no. There doesn't seem to be like a high demand for a Phoenix song. Right. But there should be. Yeah. Thank God you know your ways. It's on your mind. It's on all the time. And I found it hard to explain. Why would you trade? Turn the lights on. Find me a narrative, something positive. I just like that. I like those words together. Yeah. Uh, It it does make me think like when a band has a big album. uh, We brought up Pete Yorn today, Bob. Uh, Pete Yorn had music for the morning after in 2001. was widely hailed as, you know, kind of the future of a certain type of rock. Mm -hmm. And then he put out a second album that didn't do much and then he kind of was off the grid but if you're a Pete Yorn fan as an example you know he did put out good music in these subsequent years just a lot of people mainstream and even beneath the mainstream weren't plugged in anymore I wonder if like there are a ton of bands like that I'm sure there are like Phoenix maybe they've been putting out good music this whole time Mm. I just had checked out for fucking 14 years right (laughs) but if I just dig in yeah Maybe no, once, that's a uh, New Year's resolution. I'm gonna dig in on Phoenix. Oh wow! Yeah, you're not going. You're definitely not going to. I won't. But if I if I were somebody that kept my New Year's resolutions, yeah, I'd be digging through those cre- those crates on Phoenix. I haven't heard this one. The only song I've heard off of this album is the one with uh, the guy from Vampire Weekend. Oh, Ezra Koenig. Yeah, they d- he uh, guessed it in a song. And it was really good. So yeah. Phoenix still delivering. Still got it. All right. Let's let's pause again, Bob. Does this mean you're rooting for France in the World Cup? Uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, you, did. you know what? You did. You really gave a shit when America was. Uh, yeah, I wanted yeah. America to get to uh, the knockout stage and maybe shock the world. I like any. I like any time America is an underdog. Yeah, that's true. Like on Tuesday, for instance, like post Tuesday. Remember how fun oh, it was to we, be an American? Oh, the best. That was, you know, everybody's kind of like, oh, I hope they fucking figure this shit out because we just got fucked up there. Yeah, we're all Team America. We're kind of like, we're reeling. We're, you know, we're kind of like Rocky. Right. And the fact that at the end of Rocky Four, beginning of Rocky Five, will we make some mistakes? Yeah. Will we give up power of attorney? I don't know. We might. Do you think? Do you think? This is between you and me, Bob. (laughs) Do you think the people, other people in the world, know what the fuck would happen if we, you know? Really went in on soccer, this country. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking Odell Beckham as a striker. <laughs> Does anybody know what the fuck would happen? No, it would be unfair. But I mean, if we got like 
Calvin Johnson as our keeper. I think. <laughs> Do you know how many fucking World Cups we'd win? I think the rest of the world can sleep easy knowing we won't. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's like, oh, oh, Calvin Johnson's too old. All right. Um, Aaron Judge, you're the new goalkeeper right. of America. <laughs> I feel like we'd be okay. It'd be pretty fun. It's like, um, oh, Justin Jefferson is going to score a hat trick literally every game. Right. That's a soccer take, Bob. That's a hot soccer take. That's an ugly American soccer take? The ugliest American soccer take. But I think take. it's true. But I just... The people, right. Do people know? I think that, like... Do you think, like, like when they're drunk at the, their pubs late at night, like somebody, quietly. like... Quietly. Somebody kind of poses that, and it's they're like, like... Hey, did you watch Steph Curry? Like, imagine. Imagine him doing that, like... <laughs> With a with a soccer ball, Steph Curry would be uh, they they would say imagine, dominant. Yeah, imagine him doing that with a football. <laughs> what is it with the accent? <laughs> that's how we that's how we spelled it in Spanish class. I have a gift for you, Bob. Okay, it's the holiday season. I like to do this every year uh, when I I'll hear a song that I like, but I'd be like, oh, but Bob will love it. Ooh, it's like my that. Bob song of the year. Okay, that's a great category. And even the the artist name, it is. It's got Bob written all over it. MJ Lenderman. Oh, yeah. It's my Bob song of the year. Uh-huh. It is You Are Every Girl. I can see you playing this for your wife. You're like, honey, this is for you. And it makes me think of you. <laughs> Pretty little Oh, yeah, I'm in. I wonder if, like, our listeners have been listening to the show enough now where they are like, yep, this is a Bob this song. This is a Bob song. Because all of our, our friend group going back to New York, uh-huh. everyone knows what a Bob song is. Immediately. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Love the title. That's See? an interesting thing. You are every girl to me. Could be taken two ways. Yeah. Um, and it reminds me, you know, both of the women in question here. Mm-hmm. Not in question, but that I'm about to tell a story from my youth. I had um, in my teenage years uh, two girls. You'll be able to even pick this up just by me telling the story, mm-hmm. even though I've never told it to you, I don't think. Both were big fans of, uh, you know, we had similar taste in music. And um, I had gotten into Bruce Springsteen in a, a profound way mm-hmm. in my uh, early college years. Uh, so Thunder Road, the great Springsteen song off Born to Run, um, there's a line in it. Um, he goes, you ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all, hey, you're all right. Mm-hmm. And I put a great on the Springsteen 75 to 85 triple live album that he put out. There's an incredible sparse kind of piano version of that song, which is perfect for mixtapes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I put that song on a mixtape for two girls. Okay. And one of the girls um, 
because when you make a mixtape for a girl, if you're doing it right, the girl will read into the lyrics and then react to them because she knows that you picked this song because it relates to her. Right. You put, you put the thought into it. If she's paying attention. Right. Right. If she doesn't say anything about it, that means you're wasting your time. So this one girl that I put it on, she said, Oh, you know, I really do like that version of Thunder Road, uh, but I didn't, I don't like that line, that line. Hey, you ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right. You ain't no beauty, but hey, you're all right. And then the other girl, she said the opposite. She said that line was what struck her the most about that song, and that's what she liked the most. Wow. Is is the way he said that and the honesty of the, the lyric. Yeah. Do you know the two I'm talking about? 100%, yeah. and I know who said what based on that story. <laughs> wow. That's and I that always stuck with me, and it always... uh. Yeah, but that makes you are every girl to me as a lyric. I feel like it could have a similar effect. Yes. Like one woman might be like, oh, I, I, you know, I like what, I like the sentiment. And the other one will be like, oh, I'm just like every other. Yeah, fuck you. Fucking girl out there. When you when you mass dog when, when you mass produce your uh, mix CDs, how does that go? Did you have to go to uh, Costco <laughs> to get the, the big spindle? So you could just have one for every girl. I did have the spindle. Everybody had the spindle. Well, yeah, everybody had the spindle. But this was pre-spindle. This was uh, this was <laughs> the end of the uh, mixtape era, for sure. My mix CD era began when I got a um, compact, I think it was called, desktop when I went to Boston. I had a compact as well. Yeah, yeah. And then I actually stumbled on the knowledge that I can make um, CD mixes, and it it literally changed my life. Yeah, it was the best. And the first thing I ever did, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning in my dorm on 319 Huntington Avenue in Boston. And I was like, I can make any fucking playlist I want, and it's a CD? Yeah, that was insane. And I made a I made a REM best of mix. And track one was Losing My Religion. And after I made it, I was so excited that I put it in my... CD player with like the two big speakers mm-hmm. and like turned it up and almost immediately some girls came upstairs and knocked on the door and said, we're trying to sleep. You fucking asshole. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I was so excited that I was like, I want to hear the <laughs> the sound of the CD I made. Just an inconsiderate asshole blasting <laughs> REM of all things. Uh. It would put them back to sleep as you play at your most beautiful. <sighs> Good song. Uh, great song. Real quick, though, um, I appreciated that gift. I didn't get you anything, but I thought that this was the the number one Bob song up until you played me Lenderman. So let me just play you like 30 seconds of this. So your category is a song that you liked from 2022? No, but this is like a Bob song. That's cheating. I know. You're officially cheating, Bob. Just real quick. There's a reason, though. I just want to play you like 30 seconds of this. Thinking about Bob, the we've hit on this before, but Bob music. Yeah. Um, there are a couple of touchstones 
the production is usually pretty lo-fi. Right. Um, purposely. Yep. Uh, the protagonist is usually a fit, kind of a cuck type character. <laughs> Never like a strong, not no John Waynes typically. It's typically um, no like like I like you know like the band like Idols, but that's not Bob music. Like the guy that's like growling. That's right. Not Bob usually music. it's like an ugly guy with a bad nose and um, messy hair. Always messy hair. <laughs> the hair has to be messy. Um, but and he's always it no taller than five five. <laughs> so or like. <laughs> Or like six four and ninety seven pounds, it's right? I mean, two. yeah, there is there's something either gangly or right. like el- elfin about the singer. <laughs> um, so this is real quick. This is Zev, right? Uh, do you like it? Yeah, it's no panda bear. This is Zev. Uh, his actual name though, Dan Zev's actual name. Yeah, Dorian Queller. He's Ben Queller's son. No longer Ben Queller's son. Wait, somebody fucked Ben Queller and made a baby. <laughs> Lizzie did. Lizzie from the song Lizzie. Wait, but do you understand the way I just explained? Like, it's usually like a horrible-looking guy. <laughs> ben Queller, the ugliest man in rock. No, um, there's no chance that that young man has a has a chance. Ben Lee is uglier than Ben Queller. Come on. Yeah, but none of the Bens really came out ahead. <laughs> Even Ben Folds, who had. You know, if you're into a certain type, mm-hmm. maybe you're into Ben Folds. Right. Well, maybe. Uh, book of the year. Book of the year. I, I read a bunch of books this year, more than I think I've read in decades, sadly. Wait, I'm going to guess again. At the same time, Surrender by Bono. Huh? <laughs> oh, okay. No, I read uh, Ben Folds' uh, autobiography. And it was so good. I read it in one day. Well, in, you know, 17 pages. No, it was a long biography. <laughs> Usually it's called a memoir, but like when he presented it to the publisher. Yeah, it was, was a memoir. Which was his like Aunt May. Um, she was like, well, the memoir is strong. We're going to have to call <laughs> it an called, autobiography. It's called The Dream About Lightning Bugs. It's a memoir by Ben Folds. It was very good. I don't know. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was interesting. Does he really have anything to say? Yeah, he does. Like a hundred, couple hundred pages worth of stuff to say. <laughs> What did he? What? Tell me a story. I want to hear a story. What's a Ben? Uh, which Ben is this? Folds. Folds. <laughs> I mean, if I did read a, one of the Bens, it would be Ben Folds' yeah. autobiography. Um, what's like a Ben? A little nug. Well, he was sell com- the book, Bob. He was completely fucked up with women and like a complete lunatic when it came to his marriages. He would just like get married and. Uh, on a whim almost, and then completely ignore and neglect his wife and then get divorced. And oh, be that's like, cool. That was a mistake. Uh, there's not really a story as much as it is like a character assassination. Of Tell, who me he was. Uh, <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm in. You got me, Bob. <laughs> he talks about working with William Shatner, talks about the, the quick. Did he have something? Did he have anything bad to say about Shatner? Cause no. he's kind of a noted, you know, no, he loved it. You know, not the best guy. Supposedly. He was, he was nice to Ben. Uh, let's see. I have to play, Bob, my favorite pop song of 2022. Please do. Come on, Harry. We want to say goodbye to you. Of course. Why don't we? 
I just, I don't think, I would know because I would be by now. I'll never get sick of this song. I, I just, lo- it's such a great pop song, and I like this part. Yeah. yeah. Harry, you no good alone. Why are you sitting here? It's like the, the yep. Taylor verse. I like when it's like, here's this big, shiny pop production. And then, and I know he's not sitting with pen and pad writing every song here, but fuck it. Who cares? I like the kind of darkness creeping in there. Yeah. You like, like darkness. He is a, obviously one of the most famous um, uh, people in the world. Mm-hmm. And um, that's probably awesome. 80% of the time. But I'm kind of into the other 20. Yeah. And uh, I think there's some shit going on with Harry Styles under the radar. Oh, I'm sure. For sure. And that's what I want to know. And I, I think you could hear it in some of the some of the music. But, uh, yeah, I, I also like my son is Harry. And he's uh, he hates the beginning of the song. He is, come on, Harry, we want to say goodnight to you. He gets oh, he doesn't so like that? Aw. That's uh, cute. But then the girl, there's a bit of a love triangle uh, in my house. Okay. Oh, I love this part. There's a girl that's in my older son's grade. Mm-hmm. Really sweet girl that Jack and this girl have been connected to like a year. She she potential Maxim Babe of the Year? Well, that's, that's inappropriate, Bob. But I will say that she is someone that Jack has talked to me about marrying potentially. There's a ring at one point that he Aww. presented her. Harry loves her, too. Harry has not said it to me, but he'll drop these hints because, you know, a six-year-old does not know how to be subtle. No. Like, for instance, they were supposed to all hang out together uh, and go to the soccer field last week. And I told Jack, like, if you said, Jack, um, you can't go uh, to the field uh, if you don't bring in the, the garbage cans. And then... Without even missing a beat, Harrison goes, but I could still go if Jack can't go. Oh, he's and, sliding on in there. And uh, this this girl calls Harry, Harry Styles. Wow. Oh, he's in. Yeah. Harry's in. So that's pretty good. What is the, there's a movie. What's that great? When Brad Pitt was at his fucking hottest. A River Runs Through It. Was that what it was? Legends of the Fall. You're a Legends guy, huh? I think it says a lot about um, who you are based on when you thought Brad Pitt was the hottest. Right. Some people will say Fight Club, Brad. No, nah, not my not my type. I will go A River Runs Through It, which was a period piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just a gorgeous man. Some people will say Thelma and Louise, Bob. Some people say... Uh... Anyway, two brothers oh, jousting for the same girl in that, yeah. in that one film I refer to from 1992. Sounds like an Ed Burns movie. Uh, whose side are you on? Oh, in the uh, hunt? Uh, I think, uh, you know, I can't pick that, Bob. Did you hear this, by the way? I, I can't remember. Uh... So talking about like how that song, you know, the music kind of harkens back to other songs that you like. Right. I From the minute I heard that song, I was like, this sounds like a stroke song. Mm. And somebody did this on YouTube. <laughs> That's a good Julian.
This guy's definitely in a tribute band. Yeah, yeah. That plays it's, on the Lower East Side uh, on Tuesdays. If you want to check it out, that's Matty Gregg Music. But yeah, I love right. that. Check him out at the Piano Bar every <laughs> other Tuesday. Like pianos. Uh, all right. Uh, anything else from your best of list, Bob? Um, did we catch it? Did we get everything there? Oh, TV shows. What are you into this year? A lot of TV this year. Anything new? I know you're very, typically you're a little behind the curve of when things are released. Yeah, I just finished the first season of White Lotus. Uh, White Lotus season two ended this past Sunday when we're recording this. And uh, one of my favorite shows of the year, I would say better than season one. The other one, Bob, did you see, well, no, you didn't, but you should see The Bear. Love The Bear. I did. Oh, you did watch The Bear. Oh yeah, I burned through The Bear. I love that. Wow. That's definitely up there. How, How does it get decided which things get... Real-time consumption. I did that like real-time. I did that like with the masses. It That's was, pretty good. I know you're proud of me for that. I um, am very proud of you for I that. I loved The Bear. I loved Peacemaker, which is not a show that I would so normally... So the Nicole Kidman, George Clooney political thriller <laughs> from 97? Guess. Good guess. It's the John Cena superhero uh, TV series on HBO Max. Normally not my kind of thing, but so fucking funny and weird and good, and you would like it. Okay. Yeah, you would like it. I'm really not a superhero guy. No, typically. me neither. Me neither. Uh, who is your... Uh, no, we're going to tease Max and Babe of the Year. Well, you know what? I could tie that into my uh, TV show if we do that. Okay, go ahead. Max right. and Babe of the Year. That's what people have been waiting for. Right, so the, one of the other shows that I got big into this year was Fauda on Netflix. Fauda. Fauda. It's an Israeli... How do you spell that? F-A-U-D-A. Okay, go ahead. It's about the uh, Israeli Secret Service. Fauda. And Do they know Krav Maga? Yeah, they all know Krav oh, Maga. Yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't mess with those people. But it's so good. It's such a badass show. Why don't you learn Krav Maga? I, sh- I just know you it should. naturally. Half of me. I'm only half <laughs> Jewish, so I can only do like half the moves. Unbelievable fighting tactics. Yes. But um, my babe of the year came from Fauda. Uh, it's, a, you know, it's not like a big name for anybody else unless you've seen that show, but her name is Reef Neiman. And uh, if you look her up on Instagram or mm-hmm. wherever you look up your babes, your Maxim, <laughs> um, she, uh, you know, when I, on Instagram, I only follow people I know or I've worked with or people that I have some sort of connection to, mm-hmm. except for Reef Neiman. She's the only other person I follow because I just Reef think Neiman. she is such a babe. Babe of the year, Maxim, 2022. Right. Good. Everyone plug in on that. <laughs> And we could say this because we were just singing praises of Brad Pitt through and the years. Harry Styles is hot too. He is. And that kind of like old school, old style, like he could have existed 100 years ago. In that Rhett Butler kind of way. I have, um, man, this is a tough, tough year, uh, Maxim Baby of the Year. Um, Olivia Culpo, who is uh, Christian McCaffrey's girlfriend. Um, strikingly beautiful woman is that gonna get you in trouble like with work and stuff i I called her strikingly beautiful i think i'm covered there all right but bob what you need to be plugged in on on this is a woman so you just said your israeli pick yeah now you got i'm gonna help you out you got your italian side bob a woman from naples italy okay in season two of white lotus which takes place in sicily Uh uh-huh i don't even need to tell you anything else bob her name is simona tabasco Tabasco. And when you, you you and your wife tend to get to these buzzy shows about eight to twelve months after they're buzzy. Yeah, yeah. 
when you when you do begin to um, ingest White Lotus too, you will send me a text and be like, "Holy shit, Tabasco, Simona Tabasco." I mean, it took us a year to watch White Lotus one, and that entire show takes place at the hotel that we went to on our honeymoon. <laughs> And it still took us like a year to get around to it. <laughs> be like, oh yeah, that's uh, we were there. Did you see any movies in the uh, movie theater this year? Uh, the only non-kid movie I saw in the movie theater this year was See How They Run, which I highly recommend. It's very clever. See How They Run. Yes, that it doesn't was ring a bell. Sam Rockwell oh, and like Sam Rockwell. Uh, Adrian Brody. And uh, I, like Brody. I still don't know how to say her name. Sorcy Ronan. Oh, the Irish actress. Yes. Yeah, she's very good as well. Uh, I saw Top Gun. Oh, that Top Gun. Good. Yeah, fucking Top Gun. Of course great. I saw Top Gun. That was this year too. Top Gun. And I saw Nope. Those are the only two movies I saw. I would like to go to the theater more, but I feel like I'm in a uh, a bit of a dry spell in terms of cinema. Mm. Yeah. I, I saw the um, Licorice Pizza too at the beginning of the year. Okay. That was fucking great too. All right, one more song, Bob. You want to do one more? Yeah, let's do one more. All right, one more. I think uh, I think you're up. I think you're up. Okay, I'm up. Damn. All right. Hmm. I want to give. Hmm. It's a tough one. It is tough, and there's only one left. You have one spot too. I don't know. I have. I don't know what I'm gonna do. You want to do two more? It kind of depends what you do. You want to do two quickies? Sure. All right, two quickies. Let's start with one of our favorites from the old days, Bob. Um. Again, a band that's continuing to put out good music. I'm glad you're doing this one because I was going to do it if you didn't. Uh, I don't know if you picked this one, though. It's a bunch of choices. Uh, This is the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs featuring Perfume Genius. Yeah. Big, epic song here. I love those big 80s drums. song called Spitting Off the Edge of the World. Here we go. I think this whole album is about global warming, which is usually, although I believe in global warming, and it's not a great situation. Wow, you've come a long way. <laughs> I don't really need, <laughs> I don't need my art usually to is be like yelling at me about, about it. Is it really though? Because I, I mean, the I motherfucking have... album's called Cool It Down. Okay. <laughs> Fair. I love how big the song is. Uh, yeah, they have the. I think the first single was called "Burning." Yeah, that burning. was also about. That's a good song. You know, uh, I had on my pl- on my playlist. I had the Wolf or Wolf on uh, my potential play. They've continued to put out good music. So good. Yeah. If you have not, I mean, where they started, I remember the uh, Fever to Tell, and everybody knows Maps, but that album topped to bottom is just yeah. outrageous and she is fucking amazing and she's also uh that book that we read a couple of years ago um about the lower east side meet me in is, the bathroom yes yeah meet me in the bathroom she's basically spoken of with um just reverence 
that as... book, which is now a documentary that we both have to watch. Oh, really? Is yeah. it out? It's out. Okay, great. Yeah. But she is spoken of with uh, in hushed tones as someone right. who like is about it. And like mm-hmm. she just naturally exudes what it means to be, you know, a rock star. But yeah. anyway, go ahead, Bob. Well, let's stay in that same era with an artist that Do I it. feel like I'm constantly... It, it happens the same way every time where they put out a new song and my initial, I'm kind of like immediately, eh. Mm-hmm. And then I listen to it again. I'm like, oh, and then eventually mm-hmm. I do it again and again. And in this case, we saw this band in concert mm-hmm. and they fucking killed it. It's and this song good. was a highlight. I love this song. And that's why Boy by the Killers has to be on this playlist. I love it. And a nice sample in here if you uh, pick up on it. Head down. Wrong fit. Big deal. That's just growing up. Untouched. This concert was so fucking fun. I yeah, I was gonna say. Wait, can you turn it up? Because I want to hear the, uh, the when erasure. It, when, yeah, when it, when it kicks in, I was gonna bring it back up. It's, oh, it's after this. Yeah. I mean, this is the old. Let's listen to this anthem, Bob. There's no anthem choruses anymore. Listen to this. There is a place that exists. Just give it some time. Chris Martin, are you listening? No, he's not. Alright, here it is. Do you think, um, let's give a little respect, of course. Yeah. Do you think that it's, um, for what the output that the killers have given us in the past, you know, since the pandemic? Um, when, by the way, when did, uh, when did Tom Hanks get COVID? On uh, March 11th, 2020. What day was that? It was like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Well, we got to know which one. It was a Wednesday. So since Wednesday. <laughs> since Rudy Gobert touched all the mics and shit. Yep. And Hanks went down. And the NBA. Arena, yep. Yep. Uh, since Wednesday, they put out Imploding the Mirage, which is one of the best rock albums that I've heard in 20 years. And then they put out another album after that, um, which I loved. Um, it was a more sparse song that was about uh, their growing up in Nevada, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And then this and then this song comes out as just kind of a one-off single, or maybe it's teasing their upcoming record. Are people plugged in that the Killers had this like big, I don't want to call it a comeback, because it, it's not like they're in the, the public eye now, but right. like that they revitalized their career and, and are putting out some of the best music of their career. And they're they're one of the best rock bands. Um, they're like the best rock band to me to come out of America in the last 20 years. And I just don't feel like people fucking give them that credit. I mean, when we left that concert this summer, it was 
evident that they're going to be that band that continues to tour. Like they're just complete right. pros at this point. They have the catalog after having amassed so many hits over the years. They're going to be that band that you just keep going to see because they're they're doing it and they know how to fucking command a stadium. Like it yeah. was well, such he does, a good yeah. show. He does. And the uh yeah, the drummer. The drummer does. The drummer is just funny. Yeah, drummer was hilarious. I love, I love <laughs> You love the drummer. Guy. We love that guy. I don't know, there's just something about him. He's trying so hard. He's trying hard and he's giving it everything he's got. And uh you know, if you haven't if you haven't if you're somebody that says, Oh, I don't need to plug in on the killers anymore, and I know we've talked this band up before, but um or this album up, Imploding the Mirage is amazing. And if you like something a little different, a little different speed pressure machine which came out the next year i really love that album as well and just so you all know we were really close to recording a parking lot podcast for the killers that was the plan how close bob this morning when i was or tonight when i was getting the setup ready before you got here i had a like a brown like shoprite bag filled with all the recording equipment from that night yeah. that was in my trunk that I had never unpacked. Yeah. You could thank the Bank of California Stadium and their shitty parking situation. Fucking terrible. It was just a disaster. What a fucking but, nightmare. Uh, that didn't happen. And yeah, we just to address the uh, the hiatus real quickly, it was uh, it kind of spiraled out of control for us. <laughs> we we <laughs> we planned to do like four shows in like July and August, and every time we tried to get together, something bad happened. There was there was kind of a uh, final destination vibe. Yeah. to things. Yeah, and uh, then with the with the NFL season <laughs> looming over us, knowing that once that happened, it was a, it was curtains. Um, th- by the way, Bob, this has been the 2022 was. Three of my favorite concerts I've seen in a long time, all in the same year. I know, same. Um, because obviously we saw Gang of Youths, and that was an incredible show. The Killer Show, I could not have been better. And Sam Fender, um, maybe was my favorite show, Bob. Really? Uh, the one where I was just like, I'm so happy that I'm here. Yeah. And I was just loving every second of it because I've, I've liked this guy so much. Mm-hmm. Since I heard the first verse of Hypersonic Missiles five years ago and just been watching his career kind of grow and build. And now he's huge, obviously, in the UK and playing festivals and all that. Bob, the next Sam Fender album is going to be huge. Okay. I am calling my shot on this one. Here is a song that was, uh, they just put out a deluxe version of uh, the album 17 Going Under album. Uh, and this is the, it's a very, uh, it's like a hybrid, Bob, another Springsteen indebted artist. Uh, it's a hybrid of two Springsteen hits, I'm on Fire and Secret Garden. And the song is called mm. Wild Gray Ocean. Buried in Even a song like this, which is a non-album B-side mm-hmm. that comes out for a holiday release or whatever, you could hear 
like him getting more and more confident in his voice and some of the songwriting and um, the the lyrics. It's just like it's all there. And I think the next one is I think he has a chance here to to resonate beyond the UK. I think there's a chance here because he has I think he has that type of universal sound. Well, as someone who's kind of pulled for underdogs musically over the years, I'm pulling for you. It's not it's not always as easy as you want it to be. And a lot of times you get your heart broken when you think that something is a surefire, can't miss artist or album or song and then uh is this a ben thing the public ignores it like they did with penny on the train tracks by ben queller i gotcha. mean that should have been <laughs> but you know i remember like when we did one of our guys trips and i was pumping up uh sam fender yeah. and like i already feel vindicated that he's got a big he's got a big career now but I, here's the thing can he can he break can he play the garden right well, if he dates Lizzo, we all know that that's the fast track. <laughs> We've been pulling for this for like five years now. So I know. just got to make it happen. I know. All right, Bob, close it out. All your right. final pick. I'm closing it out. And this is an unconventional pick. And uh, let's go, Sam Fender. You got this, baby. You know, this artist, uh, this artist has been in the news a bunch. This artist uh, hasn't put out. I thought we said no Kanye music. No, it's not Kanye. This oh. artist hasn't put out music in some time. But I think that. Maybe, like that you seriously answered me? Like, no, 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 no it's not Kanye. I think, like, maybe because of the controversy, he's actually putting out his best music yet. This is, if you haven't heard it, Dan. This is called, um, the name of the song is called I Admit It. And um, the artist is a fan. Like, of course, you're a big fan of this. is R. Kelly. I admit I made some mistakes. And I have some imperfect ways. I admit I have so many people. And I'm saying damn people. All right, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> that's a real terrible. song. It that's, a, <laughs> that's a real song he put out called I Admit It. Oh, so he's doing the OJ If I Did It? Yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not on Spotify. That's Spotify posted it and then pulled it. So it's only on YouTube. Like who is, where did he record it? I don't know. I haven't listened to anything <laughs> past like 11 seconds of What's it. because I was like, in that penitentiary? I don't know. I was like, that would be really funny to play on the podcast, but I don't even want to give him the click. So Do I'm you gonna... remember when... Um... <laughs> Shit. I was going to say dick in the box, but it wasn't. It was trapped in the closet. Yes. Yeah. It's like, damn, this guy's got like four, 40 great songs. <laughs> that was when... Sometimes they just all have to disappear. I think he made that four best week ever. I mean, it was like <laughs> all we talked about for like three months. It was the greatest. Because it wasn't like yeah. a seven part song. Yeah. It was like he would just keep on releasing parts of the song. And it was just an absurd music we video. We missed our window there for a throwback. Oh, that would have been nice. Trapped in the closet one through seven would have been <laughs> pretty good. Is it too late though? Well, I'd say so, Bob. Um, it's also too late to uh, make any other submissions for songs of 2022, Bob. It's now time to... What do we do? We usually like nominate... Well, sometimes we just like pick a song that we both had. Yeah, we've Don't done we do that. do it that way? We've done that. We've nominated it. But before we make that decision, Dan, it's been a long time since we've said this. Oh. We're going to thank the Patreones for sticking with us all this time. Oh, yeah. And, uh, we're That's not, good. you know, we haven't been, God, uh, I need that money. nope. We see, we haven't been, uh, billing anybody because we haven't been putting out episodes, well, that's but why I, the at, power of attorney some, happened in the first at place. At some point we will hopefully. And, uh, if you want to be on board when we do come back, it's uh, patreon.com slash throwback pod. Big thanks to our top tier sponsors. And Dan, I want you to pay attention. This is going to sound a little different this time. 
First of all, we got to thank Bruno, the sponsor. No. Yeah, Bruno. He's still... Bruno's still there. So thank you to Bruno. He's wow. still still alive. That guy is incredible. We got to thank Courtney and Wyatt, the best of the best. The best of the best. I mean, the best of us. The best of us. Every time, every, every time you uh, bring up Bruno, I'm always late on the Eddie Vedder hard sung drop. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, because he is somewhere in the woods. Right, right. He is a Christopher McCandless type, only he's not a skeleton on a bus. Right. He's still alive. All right, go ahead. He's the best. Um, of course, we have to thank Miles. Miles. <laughs> Miles, thank you for sticking Big year with for us. Kelsey Grammer, by the way. Did Big, something happen? Uh, well, they're they're rebooting Frasier. That's oh, happening. that's got to be a boot in your ass, Bob. No, that feels good to me. Go back to your fucking small screen, bitch. Let's <laughs> go back. Did he show up in? Of course, the movie that uh, he was in. Uh, Money plane. Money plane. Yeah. But was he in something else recently? No, probably no, not. of course not. Okay. Um, and of course not. And also, I'm the last laugh. Thank you to our newest top tier Patreoni who joined right before we stopped making episodes. Matthew, thank you, Matthew. Matthew, what's Matthew's backstory? Don't know much about Matthew, other, Matthew. other than he just got on board and then we stopped doing things. Yeah, Matthew, give us a couple nugs so we can make you a caricature. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Matthew. <laughs> But did you notice it? So that's it. Those are our top tier uh, Patreonies. So yeah. thank you. Do you notice anybody missing? Well, you know, in a way we've all been missing. We've yeah. all been missing. And uh, Australia's out. Out? Kleine and Mancy. What they, did we do? I don't know. They, did we not do the, um, the NXS album uh, from 97? Was that? Yeah, we didn't do the Elegantly, we did elegantly Wasted. Uh, what would it take to get it back? Would it be elegantly wasted? Maybe it's Silverchair's Tomorrow <laughs> album, Frog Stomp. What about uh, Natalie and Brulia, Left oh, of Center? We played Mouth by Meryl Bainbridge, and she's like, I, fucking talk to I the mean, Australia? <laughs> crazy there. There was a lot of shark talk in there. I think that was... Maybe that was... I mean, maybe we haven't given Yahoo Serious the props he deserves. Well, I think it's Young Einstein's a film that people need to absorb. Yep. Well, if this is the end, um, we want to say thank you to them. But come back. Yeah, come back. In fact, I don't want to make promises. <laughs> yeah, in fact, let's not make any promises because... Yeah, we're not good at that. Guys, we are... We I, I, I like to think this is the beginning of something, but Dan still has the playoffs. Oh, playoffs, playoffs are coming up. And then I'm also going to go back to Atlanta to make more Lego Masters. So we are going to have to deal with that. But there, yeah. w- there will be a throwback pod in some form soon. I think, I think, the, I think the move here, Bob, is for you to... Um, Quit Lego Masters. Quit? Yes, and then we could record. Why don't you quit the NFL? I just don't think that's the right move. Why not? Why not? Because if we are going to record like once or twice a month, we're going to need to clear your schedule. But you, that your season's way longer than mine. All right. Well, we could take this off. All right. We'll take this offline. Any other things, Bob? No, I think you could lower the Eddie Vedder music. <laughs> I think we're all good. <laughs> that's kind of in that. I know. Me too. Uh, okay. But yeah, follow us on Twitter at ThrowbackPod and we'll keep you posted on what's happening. But that, see, we could have went out on Eddie and now no. we don't have a song to go out. Yes, we do. We have to pick the song for the Throwback Podcast playlist. We, How I thought it's for a you? vote. It's a vote, Bob. We could do a vote or like you said, I think there's obviously one band. Uh, even though you thought it was 2021, like a like a moron. <laughs> oh. This is the band that is 2022. It is. Hit it, Bob. I think we just do it. Yes.
I mean, I don't imagine there's any way if you've listened to this podcast that you wouldn't love this band. No, in fact, the only thing that uh, I even considered was like, do I do this or do I do the Angel of Eighth Ave, which is another amazing Great song. song. Yeah. Great song. But this is this is the move. This yeah, is I think the safe so. pick. I think so. Uh, all right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yes, we will be back. Um, you know, you never know, but just know, just like this one, it pops up and then there we are and there you are and we're together. Yeah. We're never going to end this podcast because Dan needs money. Well, I need the money. Yeah. Um, but, uh, now that we've established that you guys know I have to come back, but, uh, ultimately a thank you for keeping my family afloat. And, and the best way I could thank you is by telling you to go fuck yourself. Yep. Figured in the wake of your leave That I'd never hear from you again And then I see With all this feeling That your spirit would afford me My head on heart It's not a thing that I've been dreaming of And it goes without my blessing Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.